In a world where heresy blankets the airwaves, religious stuffed shirts suck the life out of Sunday morning, and prosperity teachers rob grandmothers of their pensions, three unassuming ministers endeavor to shine the light of biblical theology and put the fun back in fundamentalism. Broadcasting live from the Hall of Dogma... to you this week by trendy yet overly expensive women's handbags. Welcome in to episode 31 of the Gospel Friends. I'm David. I'm Chase. I'm Nick. And if if I could, I would tell him that that's probably my favorite intro he's done in a long time. But why are you kind of a purse guy or something? No, it was very appropriate context-wise. Okay. It could have been something as cheesy as the number of days in the month we're about to leave, but he went for depth. That's good. Well, I mean, I'm being introduced to 31. Uh, you haven't heard about these godforsaken overpriced things? Negative. Oh man, I'm really not up on uh, you know purse technology these days. Hey Chase, can you do me a favor? Sure. When the when the other guy finishes talking, will you let me know? Yes. Okay. Is he done? What guy? What are you talking about? The other guy on the other side of the table. Oh, are you not talking to him? No, no. Oh, what's what's going on? Well, I I told him Merry Christmas. Oh, um, I've heard about this four or five days ago yes. on Christmas I'm Day. I'm sorry, is he complaining still? About and he this? has I yet he has so. yet to answer my text. He has yet to tell me Merry Christmas back. Well, you guys know this is this is kind of interesting because I was just looking at Romans twelve eight and so before he's, the show. He, he's dead to me. Is that in Romans twelve? No, it's not. But this passage that says, "As far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men." So what I want to do, brother unless David, your brother fails to tell you Merry Christmas, <laughs> then he can be dead to you. I want to encourage you in the spirit of Kwanzaa, which I think is also this week, <laughs> oh, to no. forgive Nick for his oh, Christmas no. light, so he should come back to life from. from Yes. To me. Yes, he should. And well, that would way, allow me. In mentioning Kwanzaa, I am in no way legitimizing nor attacking it. So, you know, don't get after me on the Twitter. That would allow me to turn back toward him and I could stop staring at you since you have this rooster thing going on with your hair right now and it's kind of funny. <laughs> I also have a zit despite the fact that I'm, you know, I have, in my 40s. Is that, I have not. My mentioned. teenage daughter was like, what is that on your face? <laughs> Thank you. How does a teenager not know what a zit is? Okay. I just say she thinks record. she's never going to get any. There's nothing worse than having a zit at our age because like when I look in the mirror, I feel like it's talking to me. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm here and everyone can see me. I'm taking out an ad in the paper. Yeah, that's so, how I feel, too. So. so, Chase, for the listeners, I want yeah. you to let the other guy over there, Stockton Street himself, know if he check his phone. Uh, I think we can put this behind us. Oh, okay. okay. Well, well, David, I believe for the you listeners. have a text there. For the listeners. Uh, what yeah, does it say? I have nothing. There's no text. Oh, well, that's too bad. I well, heard a buzz. Over, if your overpriced phone worked a little bit better. <laughs> um, did, it, did it come to you? I have nothing. No. I got a te- oh no, that was me. I got a text from my wife. Oh. She's asking if I'm done with the show yet. <laughs> well, I got bad news, Janet. We just started. We just started. Whoops. Okay. See, you really need to get a reliable cell phone carrier. Can I just say that? We really need to cut down on the two hour pre show meetings too. Oh, it says Merry Christmas, David. I love you, Nick. Okay, we can okay, talk now. So let's let's get on with the show. Make show better. Uh, All everybody's right. waiting Thanks, with bated breath. I knew You're that it would there. it would come. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry. Go ahead. Merry Christmas. How do people get in touch with us? Oh, we're here. All right. 
I don't know that they want to now, to be honest with you. Um, I will not go into ladies' man voice. If you want to contact us on Twitter, you can hit us up at my gospel friends. Um, you have a ladies' man voice? That's kind of weird. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Don't text us Merry Christmas. Most though. ladies have more feminine voices. Because you're not getting anything back. I've got nothing. Um, we've got a group on Facebook, 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 Facebook dot com. It's David and I's job during this part where Nick introduces how to get in touch with us to disrupt him so that he does a poor job at it. Facebook dot com is um, is is gaining Don't popularity by the week. <laughs> Isn't that what you need for the zit you have, Chase? Like, hey, that a new... don't talk about that. Oh, oh that's good. Facecream.com. Go ahead. Nice. Group on Facebook. I'd look that one up either. <laughs> hey, Facebook.com actually goes to Facebook.com, it so it's safe. What about the groups slash group slash Hall of Dogma link? Can you check that for us? Because if you want to go to the Hall of Dogma, it's a community where um, listeners of the show go and have – wide-ranging conversations. Um, you've got the silly and you've got the serious. And so um, we have good conversations there. We love the discussion. Um, it is a closed group on Facebook. We we don't turn people away, but we just do kind of put a wall up. So um, outsiders trying to look through the windows at private conversations can't do that. And so, so far, um, you know, t- people tend to keep it really uh, light, take people's privacy into consideration. So we just want to keep that wall up there. But if you want to join, please don't hesitate to ask and someone will let you in and um, just be kind and courteous when you're there. If you want to leave us a voicemail, we got two ways. Uh, domestically, 205-575-9735. You can call and leave us a voicemail. Or if you're international or if long distance is an issue, we've got a website set up. Speak pipe, speak pipe, just the way you would spell them, .com slash the gospel friends. And you can leave us a message there. Awesome. Today, guys, is going to be a different show um, than normal. As opposed to than normal. normal, really yeah. regimented. Yeah, going to be different. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to uh, we're going to focus in on, uh, I think we got a new story coming up, Chase, that you have uh, to bring to the table. You want to preview that for us? Yeah, I was wondering why you were kind of looking at me there. Um, we're going to talk to I was you. actually looking at your zit, but go ahead. Dad, come in. <laughs> I'm going to – it and David are having a conversation all day. Have you not noticed? You might could try some of those oxy pads after PE. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. You know what? I was I was a little bit vulnerable with you guys. I shared something that was uh, deep and, and painful, and you've trampled on it. On and, the internet. And you shared yeah, it on the internet. I did. And speaking of that, I'm going to talk today about how not to hurt people's feelings on podcasts. Wow, what and, a transition. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. What what I would like to talk about, what we are going to be talking about is how do we handle disagreements, especially ones online, especially between brothers? Uh, not everybody may have noticed this over the Christmas holidays, but John Piper tweeted out on December 22nd, the Pope dresses down the Vatican for the cancer of clerical careerism. In other words, brothers, we are not professionals. Some people got the idea that Pastor Piper was identifying the Pope with a Christian, saying he was saved, and they lost their stuff and began attacking him, and all sorts of things happened. So we're going to talk about what do we do when we disagree? What's the biblical way to disagree with each other, especially online? Well, I think it's ignoring Hit. ignoring the person and just hoping it goes away, um, or just plan to never speak to him again. Especially if you go to church and do a podcast. That's, that's together. Good I thought that was a good. That's good. good. Dave, that'll we, work. I think hey, that'll we, work. I'm gonna tweet that picture out of Chase. <laughs> podcast. 
Hey, how about one way to that's, deal that's with Christian awesome. brothers is to not make fun of them when they have very small, a very small red dot on their face. My very small. You choose your next words carefully because my foot is in kicking position. Okay, we're also going big. to, since we are, uh, this is kind of the uh, year-end show, so we're going to spend a little time this week talking about some of our favorite moments from uh, the first 30 shows uh, in uh, the, the ones that we've recorded here in 2014, and uh, and then maybe share some ideas and hopes that we have for um, uh, prayers that we have for the podcast coming up next coming up next year. So uh, a little bit of a different show and maybe a little abbreviated than normal. We'll see how all that works out. But uh, guys, to kind of start off today, just uh, coming out of Christmas, um, y'all did do Christmas at your house, Nick, didn't you? Because. Well, I sent you a Merry Christmas and you didn't answer, so I thought maybe y'all didn't do it. Have you ever thought about the fact that we had a lot of things going on throughout the week? May have kept me from being looking at my phone when I had family right around me. Oh, it could have. Okay, I just didn't know if that. But then you sent me an email for on um, work related. Yeah, on a work day. So anyway, hey, one uh, of the things that forgiveness we... means is that you don't bring it up again. Yeah, what uh, he said. Oh. I thought you could keep hammering people. Like Pretty sure you could that's tell not them what that you means. forgave them, and then you forgive you somebody. You be let bitter it go. and bring it up yes, a lot. Let it go. But forgiveness you is not channel your inner forgiveness after the ice drama. Let it go. Let forgiveness it go. is not saying it was okay what they did, right? No, it's not saying okay. that. But Good. it's letting it go and forgiving them, just like <laughs> spending Jesus a lot of time you. with my family and not being married to my cell phone. That's something that's. Are you we really wanna... able to have fa- family gatherings and never look at your phone? Because I struggle with that a little bit. Well, look, I'm able to when I don't bring it into the room. Yeah, he, he did, but he he actually took some pictures and posted them to Instagram. That's a good point. Now, you still sound that a little bitter. Christmas Eve. No. <laughs> okay. Keep it up. Anyhow, keep, keep why don't you going. guys share what more rope? You just keep hanging. Best present <laughs> you got for Christmas, Chase? Oh, <laughs> I, do I get to go first? Yeah, we'll let you go first. Okay. Um, let's see. I got a lot of good presents. Um. Uh, so the best material present I got for Christmas would have to be um, my wife uh, handcrafted me a very nice uh, – one of those kind of artsy picture frames with about 15, 18 pictures of the family in it. Uh, that's probably my favorite. Oh, that's nice. Suck yeah. up. Okay. Um, Nick. What did you say after that? I was stretching. Oh, Okay. I thought I heard something, but maybe maybe I didn't. No, I just stretched. I did not okay. say suck up. Okay, yeah. Wait a minute. What did you say? <laughs> nothing. Okay. I said nothing. Yeah, it's probably That sounds nothing. like a great gift. Yeah, it's totally great. And I'm sure that's your favorite, and you're not just saying that to get points with your wife. Totally my favorite. I love you, babe. Okay. Nick, why don't we uh, – you're the truth guy. Why don't we have a little honesty? What was your favorite Christmas gift? <laughs> It, it was sort of by proxy, but I finally got an iPhone 6. Oh, he got an iPhone 6. Said, Look. Oh, my. All three of us have iPhone 6s. I didn't. And that's a nice case. Can I see? Yeah. Nice. It was by proxy, but yeah. It was, how, that how is a nice case. What kind of case is that? I'm a Spigen Tech Armor. Wow. Am, so it's, um, it's a little bit thinner than the Otter Boxes. I'm actually coveting the case right now. Although it wouldn't fit on my phone because my phone's huge and this is small. But, it is uh, kind of small. Let's stand up our phones next to it. Ooh. Oh, hey, little phone. Are you so backing up? looks a little intimidating. Why are you backing up? <laughs> yeah. I bought the functional phone. Y'all bought the overcompensating phone. And we'll just, <laughs> well, that's true. Wow. Um, well. Hey, I, I remembered something before you go. Go ahead. 
We also got an Amazon um, Echo. You all familiar with what that? What do you think about that thing? His, Dude. This was his real favorite. I'm a fan. Uh, well, we got it before Christmas. Well, what is an Amazon it's, Echo? It's Wait, a, hold on. Let me time, go time out. I got to clarify. Okay. Who bought it for who? Uh, I bought it for us. How about that? <laughs> and, and, look, this, the, and this, listeners, is what I love about Chase Thompson <laughs> because, quote, unquote, I bought it for us means – Ooh, that was really cool. It was on sale, and I can say it was a Christmas present. I, I will not deny it. it. David, it is a very interesting thing. It is a, uh, it is it a, love a it. wireless Bluetooth speaker okay. that, that hooks up talk. to the internet, and it has kind of a code word. It's named. It's got a name. Its name is Alexa. And so basically you say Alexa and then tell it what to do. And it will play almost any song you can think of. It will play playlists. It will play all of your music. Uh, if you have Amazon Music, which it turns out I have a ton of Amazon Music, but it will also play music from Amazon Streaming Service. It will also play radio stations. It will play, uh, play anything. You can ask it questions, how to spell things, how, who's what. It will look up things on Wikipedia. And it's got a really good sound. I mean it's like a really good Bluetooth speaker uh does it work with fire tv like can you speak commands to the fire tv i don't or can you speak to the remote on the fire tv i can't remember uh you you do speak to the remote on the fire tv Uh, i don't know that it sinks in with it with it will it play any song or any song like in your amazon library no it'll amazon prime music has like a selection of uh Hundreds of thousands of songs. Okay. There are some songs we've gotten it. it we, we've said that it wouldn't play, but sometimes it'll go like out on TuneIn or somebody something like that and and play a song or a artist or whatever. Does Amazon have a thing similar to Google where if you have it in your, let's say you've got the CD at yes, home, you've ripped it, and Amazon will pull it up. So it can be the Amazon Unlimited through the Prime subscription or Correct. your stuff. Correct. That's nice. As huh. as near as I understand it, that is. So we, we haven't uploaded all of our music to it yet, sure. but okay. um, it's really really fun. It's got great voice recognition. It almost never misses it. Awesome! I just looked it up um, on CNET. Was reading the review, so that sounds pretty cool. Well, I didn't get much, guys. Um, f- uh, for uh, Alice and I, don't always do gifts uh, for each other, um, but uh, this year she there was kind of a large item she wanted, so I picked that up and. Um, I was I was in the market for, uh, you know, something gadget wise, and so anyway, I, I I bought myself that. But no need to talk about it. We can just move on. What was it? Uh, just a little tab, a little new tablet. I needed. A you new got tablet. a new tablet? Yeah, just small tablet. What so, kind? Uh, I don't even remember. Nick, do you know the answer to this question? I think I do, and if I do, I know why he's not answering. Is it a new iPad? iPad? No, no. Is it is it Apple or is it an Android or is it a Samsung uh, or is it a Amazon Kindle Fire? I don't. Uh, I, I it's I don't think it's an Apple. Yeah, that that thing's an Apple. Let me ask you this. Yeah, was it re- recommended by another host yeah, on the show? That's possible. that's possible. Did they own it at one time? Yeah, not the one I got though. Okay. Yeah, so. it's a Nexus Seven. Oh, well, that's that's a fine tablet, a good tablet. Congratulations! I just um, I don't want to give Android a lot of airtime. Okay, fair enough. How does it compare, David? I haven't got it yet. It'll be here tomorrow, supposedly. Well, we look forward to your review 
next week. I'm pretty excited. On this about week it. in Christian Tech. <laughs> I need so a, far uh, the name of this show. I needed a new. Uh, I actually, when is this going to post? Because I haven't told Allison I bought it yet. When is this? <laughs> well, it depends on when Nick gets around. I really don't know. It'll be either late tonight or okay. The package. I, I probably have time to tell her before. Yeah, she really doesn't know. Uh, no, but I mean, she she told me to buy it. She she's you know. So you say a Nexus 7. She gets tired of, like, so what I do is when I'm going to buy something kind oh of a, a bigger um, bigger ticketed item, uh, she gets, you know, I, I really mull over it and talk a lot about it because I'm trying to figure out if I want to, because I'm cheap. Right, I, right. I'm I'm cheapest guy I know. And so I'm, Which is why he's using a Chromebook. Yeah. <laughs> now, people would say, we got an iPhone 6, and that's true. I, I, I do. I, I have that. But in fairness, let, in, but let's general, give you some credit. On the iPhone 6, first of all, you you were rocking an iPhone 4S, weren't you? I had a 5. So I, okay. I had that one for two half years. Yeah, so you were eligible for full upgrade, and you saved. Yeah, I waited. And, and yeah. then I sold my iPad to buy the iPhone yeah, 6 I mean, you were, Plus. So I, I do. In which capacity did you get? It's 64. Okay, so yeah, it hits you for. Okay. But oh, um, looking at the price online, it's. Uh, well, twenty two hundred dollars. She got a pretty good deal. Does Allison know you spent that much? <laughs> no, she doesn't. But okay. she, she gets sick of listening to me mull things over, and she'll say, "Just, just buy the darn thing." Well, look, man, if you got twenty two hundred dollars sitting darn. around, just do yeah. it. The Nexus Seven, by the way, uh, right now, so it's a one ninety nine tablet, the the newer uh, version. Uh, but Groupon has them right now for one fifty. So is that where you That's got awesome. it? Yeah, okay. yeah, one fifty. Nick, Free can shipping. you edit out the part where he says one fifty and just kind of leave the twenty two hundred <laughs> in, just so well, things will get a little awkward between so him and his wife? Yeah, one second. And also edit that comment out because Do, I don't want to look like You don't like a jerk. know how it would it would work in my family. My wife would be glad for me to spend the twenty two hundred dollars. That sounds like a soundbite, right? She there. would you then edit that out. She well. would then go buy what she wanted for twenty two hundred dollars. That's the way it rolls in my family. Well, here's so how it rolls in my family. Huh? We try to go spend twenty two hundred dollars and we don't have it. So what now? What'd you say? We try to go spend twenty two hundred dollars and lo and bold, it doesn't work cause, because you spent all your money on various tech items. Well, we don't have that for your kind of family. Money. But uh, if you got forty four hundred dollars to spend, Dude, that's impressive. You're the man who bought your iPhone six plus and went on vacation to a tropical island and then had someone mail it to you so you didn't have to wait a week to get it. Well, that is true. I am part of the one percent. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you see on the hall and soundbite? Did you see? Did you happen to get on the hall of dogma this week and see the picture that got posted of your high school ca- uh, grade school cafeteria? What? Oh no, I didn't. What? <laughs> You, you that sounds that? funny. Yes. Yes. Uh, hey, I'll pull it up. But okay. it, uh, while you're putting it up, I feel like we need to move on to a story of substance. Ahead. What do you guys think? Yeah. Oh, you look, should. I think the listeners are pretty used to this. You think so? Okay. Well. Shout out to Josh real quick. I was leaving church today, and I and he we were talking about the show and what we were going to do tonight. And he's like, do y'all have like an outline or show doc or anything? And I said, no. I said, the gospel friends where OCD meets ADD. And he was like, that should be your episode title. I said, that, no, that's, that's pretty should, good. That should be our tagline. Um, Both of those things. Now, just listeners, for, for the record, we do have a show, Doc. There's only been one show that we went into it kind of blind. We're slightly prepared for this show, although this would be on the lower end. Usually we're very prepared. But, hey, some weeks are busier than others. So th- this was on the article where we talked about the um, the school pizza. Yep. And I so I that. came on and said, my only guess is that Chase was never served true school pizza and therefore does not understand the goodness. But as mentioned on a previous podcast, he did grow up on the other side of the track. Here's a photo of his grade school cafeteria. No, I'm looking at it now. I found it. Yeah. Yes. 
The thing to is, which Emmanuel then commented next and said, "Imagine that only with waiters in tuxedos." <laughs> <laughs> but if I had that uh, kind general. of a school lunchroom, it would have had better pizza. I'm telling you, Your our school, school lunch pizza, pizza was awesome at Briarwood Christian School. I'm gonna go ahead and throw them out there, throw them under the bus. That was the elementary school I went to. Briarwood Christian School had the worst school pizza in the late seventies, early eighties that that you can imagine. Terrible, terrible, shameful. All right. So, in breaking news, Mark Driscoll launched a new website this week. I understand. Is this that, correct? That is correct. Well, um, you say launched. And uh, and so uh, I was told it's markdriscoll.org. Yep. But um, I went to it, and it comes up with a sign that says, we're sorry, but something went wrong. Can I just say that's, um, even though I'm a Driscoll fan, <laughs> that's kind of a well, Nick, an ironic comment. Nick rightly speculates that that's probably a distributed denial of service attack, I, I would suspect. You did not note who I guessed the – Culprit no, I, so I think you should say that would be inappropriate. They wouldn't say. Well, I think it would be good... inappropriate. Say it. <laughs> Mom, uh, Dad, please don't like, fight. It's okay, like the, North Koreans. He it's thinks like it's the, the North Koreans. It's like the little on your shoulders. It's the it's the <laughs> it's the David with the pitchfork and the chase with the halo. Say it. Don't say it. Say it. Don't say it. <laughs> this show is full of sound bites that we need for the next. All right, Pothios. One of is my favorite. I don't know. I, and, and ask me if I care if I'm mispronouncing it. Anyway, they they. <laughs> so when he says favorite, what they do you mean? posted an article that says, uh, or they have markdriscoll.org is a copy of MarsHill.com. Is that true? There is a lot of the it's same stylistic element. I, what I'm willing to bet is he hired the same designer. I'm actually look. I'm actually <laughs> very. I had a conversation with someone this week. Um, we were talking about. Um, I, I was talking about some of the Driscoll material. And they they mentioned well, were we still going to be able to get access to that and some of his old sermons and stuff. And I was I was saying I hope that we'll still be able to access and get those things. And and so I'm actually excited that he's going to have a repository. For well, here's it. the thing: according to some people, if you would want to listen to a Mark Driscoll sermon or consider him a brother, you yourself have probably disqualified yourself from brotherhood. I need to quit the Christian faith because I. Because you consider him a potential brother after all that he's done. Yes. But seriously, though. None of his – I mean, look, I think you're you're accurate about what you're saying in terms of people would people would say that. But, you know, I, I've been asked several times about Driscoll and his – you know, the what he wrote, you know, his, his books and, and, and sermons. And again, I think I've said on here a few times, but nothing of – none of the accusations were, were ever about him teaching heresy. False well, that, that is true. It was about his attitudes and actions behind the scenes, which may have disqualified him from being an elder. But I don't think that necessarily. I, I don't think that means that what he wrote or produced was not uh, is not valuable or insightful or helpful. So I agree. I'm glad to be able to still get it. Anyway, why don't you do your segment thing you want to do? Let's get into it. Go. So there's been a Twitter movement this week uh, that, that I, I'm not really going to give the name to. Uh, I, I, it's not my job to to disparage people, but I do want to raise an issue. I mentioned earlier that uh, John Piper's qu- uh, p- tweet this week kind of raised the ire of some people because apparently he seemed to call uh, the Pope – 
um, a brother. Now, a lot of people objected to this. Some of them rightly. Some of them, I mean, some of them in a in a kinder sort of way. Some of them in a much more critical sort of way. But ultimately, a- after a few uh, hundred of those kind of tweets that is you know back and forths, uh, Ed Stetzer, uh, who works with Lifeway. Um, came out and defended Piper uh, in kind of a snarky way. He says, uh, at John Piper mentions the Pope and the same 15 Calvinists who are mad at everyone for everything are outraged again. Hashtag shaking my head. So this has essentially ignited something of an online dispute back and forth that kind of has elements of it's it's almost kind of like an uprising of sorts uh, of of younger maybe less well known Calvinists Southern Baptists uh, evangelicals attacking or attacking is probably too strong well some of the things are attacking some of the things are are uh, questioning etc. Going after some of the main leaders of evangelicalism, including Stetzer, Tom Rayner, John Piper, uh, and and the two major beefs that that I think ignited this is number one, the Piper quote that's uh, and, and and you know we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Rick Warren kind of cozying up to uh, the Catholics and the Pope. Um, so that's that's part of it, and part of it is Lifeway books carrying uh, Lifeway stores, which Ed Stetcher is employed by, carrying books and materials that are uh, largely unbiblical. For instance, some T.G. Jake's works, uh, some works, uh, what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Jesus Calling, the devotional, uh, which uh, there's some pretty significant issues with. And, and so these people have raised those issues, and they feel like they are being suppressed, ignored, etc., and they are ramping up their attacks of these leaders like Piper, Stetzer, etc. Here's my question to you guys. How should Christians handle disputes, particularly public disputes? And I'm going to read one, one passage of Scripture to kind of frame the discussion, and then I'll back out, and uh, David will go to you first. So 1 Corinthians 6, uh, verse 1 says this. When one of you has a grievance against another, does he dare go to law before the unrighteous instead of the saints? Now, I know we're not talking about a lawsuit here, but what we are talking about is people who I, – I, it is unquestionable to me that John Piper is a believer in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I believe Ed Stetzer is, is a believer in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I do not agree with either man on any, anything. I told you guys a few weeks ago, I believe Roman Catholicism is another gospel, not the gospel. It is, it is another gospel, a different gospel. Uh, but uh, but I, I believe Piper is a dear brother in Christ. I believe Stetzer is too. Uh, and these guys attacking him also claim that as well. One of the passage, 1 Corinthians 6, Verse um, 6, uh, oh, verse 5, can it be that there is no one among you wise enough to settle a dispute between the brothers? Brother goes to law against brothers, and that in front of unbelievers. To have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. Why not rather suffer wrong? Why not rather be defrauded? All right, question. You, def- you first, David, then Nick. 
How do we handle disputes online, especially ones about significant issues? Um, uh, you know, the uh, I make the comment quite often that I think that there's very few uh, among Christians. There are very few disputes that cannot be um, resolved if people are willing to sit down, communicate. And do so in a in in the guidelines the Bible gives. And I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not saying that there's um, I, not hard it not that it won't be hard to overcome those issues. But I, I I do think there's very few things that can cannot be overcome if if people are willing to do that. Now that that again that that may revolve repentance and and confession of sin and, and those things but if you're willing to follow the bible and willing to sit down and listen to each other and communicate well i think most everything can be resolved and so when when my wife and i when we do marriage counseling we do pre-marriage counseling uh with couples and um one of the first things that we talk about is communication and the reason that we talk about communication is because I, I i will tell the the potential couple this is foundational for your relationship you're going to have disagreements you're going to have bad days you're going to have arguments and different viewpoints on life and what you should do as a couple so you learn to communicate you learn to love one another and you learn to listen and and show respect and you learn to do that because what you have to learn to do is is how to fight well but when I say how to fight well, how to fight biblical, how to fight in a way that is um, is eventually helpful and maybe you know eventually reaches good conclusions. And so um, Jesus in the Bible, in the New Testament, through you know his direct words and the words of his apostles, he doesn't give us answers to every single issue. And there are many, many gray areas. But what he did spend a lot of time doing is giving instructions on how we treat each other. Love one another deeply. Bear with one another. Um, be long-suffering. All of these things that the New Testament, be patient, uh, be forgiving. All of these things that the New Testament tells us to do. Jesus spent a lot of time, his apostles spent a lot of time, teaching about how we treat each other. And I think that's because he knew that we would have disputes. And the Bible isn't going – it gives us the principles to apply, but not the answers to every potential problem. So it tells us how to treat one another even when we're in disagreement. And so one place that we all need to start is that, following those directives of the New Testament on how to – how to interact and treat one another in relationship. All right, one follow-up, and then over to Nick. My follow-up is, when you're dealing with people like Piper, Stetzer, some of the bigwigs, essentially, it's it's difficult to get an audience with them, difficult for mm-hmm. them to hear you or to go face-to-face with them, a la Matthew 18. What then? Um, well, Does that excuse us? Well, I'm sorry. Well, it's fine. I'm, I'm being silly. I, I can ask both of you. Does that excuse us from the burden that the Scripture puts on us? I think the answer would be no, of course. But um, why do we have the need to rebuke publicly people that we do not have an audience with? 
I mean, why why do public rebukes of someone who's not listening to you anyway? Why why have the need to everything that you see that you disagree with decide to go on a rant about it on social media? Why why is it is it worth trying to rebuke someone if you can't really rebuke them? If the only people who are ever going to read your rebuke are the people who follow you and read your stuff, then what what's 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 the point? I'm not saying that you should never do that. I'm not saying you should never do that. Perhaps if perhaps if 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 there was perhaps here, I, I am charged as one of the pastors here to oversee the flock, shepherd right. the flock among you at the Hall of Dogma Church. If the people here in this church were listening to, let's say, a very well known preacher or teacher, and I knew that, and that preacher or teacher began to go down a road or put out information that I felt was unbiblical, then perhaps I have a responsibility to go to the people who I am shepherding and discuss that with them. Hey, I, I don't know that this material that you're reading is, is right. But, I, but just to see something I don't agree with online and then began to rebuke that person who will never read my rebuke um, – there, there are some passages that speak to that, I think, and well, be quick to listen, slow to speak. We don't always need – people hmm. don't always need our voice. Well, I guess and, and not – let it be known, Nick is not arguing with David. I'm, I'm playing a little bit devil's advocate slash contrarian here, but in, in the internet age where You're so much – I am, and I'm just not going to take it anymore. Um, but how do you balance that out with you, – you read a book – uh, let's let's use the, the Jesus Calling book from a couple weeks ago. You don't know lady who wrote the book, um, but she has a Twitter account. Okay, and you you can get to her by Twitter. You can you can email her. And and the Bible basically says, you know, if you have grievance with somebody, um, don't talk about them. Go to them. Well, you as a shepherd, should you go to her? If you, should you go to your flock if you don't go to her when we have a mechanism by which to, to reach her, um, or is that is that tripping over the line of gossip? I don't I don't necessarily I think it can I think it can trip over the line of gossip and slander. Um, I don't think it has to. I think it's a little bit in your in your heart behind it and in your execution. Um, but you know, isn't there some type of responsibility to us to reach out to them because we're able to do that and and discuss it with them? Um, that's kind of my pushback on that you know when i saw ed stetcher's tweet out of context i guess i follow him and i didn't realize it but i saw it and the line made me chuckle um because it does feel like there's this um this this groundswell of a movement maybe more than is is numbered in that uh movement but you know i don't think it's as large as is is his thought that just seemed to there are like four people that are right, and any other than those four people are just wrong. And you just, you know, you and that community have free reign to bash anybody but these four people. And that, and I'm not saying that all all the people outside of that those four sacred uh, are are uh, wrong, but it just it does seem to violate that First Corinthians six thing you're talking about, that Matthew eighteen principle of if you, if you have something against somebody, and 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 honestly. I'm of the mind that once – I wonder if what Stetzer did wasn't the first wrong step before the other guy. You know what I'm saying? And once you take it online, 
once it's once it's a general at reply to somebody you don't have a relationship to, I just wonder what the wisdom in that is. As as a Christian discussing these kinds of truths, um, when it's that kind of snippy, sarcastic, maybe a dot at Pastor John, and then a a thought out response rather than just a hey bro fist bump. We're at Starbucks, and you saw this thing, and it's it, well. And that, I think you could probably say, you see it. What I'm saying, yes, uh, no, no. I, I, I'm I'm not even when I when I say this. Look, uh, I, I'm not necessarily taking a side. Although sure. it, it, for this particular story that Chase has brought up, if, <laughs> if we're not really discussing the intricate details, I, I definitely probably have a line of thought and um, quote unquote, a, you know, that line of thought may put me on on one side or the other but um look when you have that many followers when you have a lot of followers i think you you have a great responsibility to that we we live in an age unlike any other Mm -hmm. and there's no there's no generation of christians that have really had the access that we have to um have an audience What, what social media has done whether it's facebook or twitter or blogs it is it has given every person the opportunity if they want it to have a um have a platform from which they can speak and share their ideas and get followers and friends and, and online and and be able to speak their views and people do not take that in a responsible way we we many people abuse that and they do not follow biblical principles and guidelines to use that to use that platform to speak from and this is a generation i mean unlike any other because previous generations didn't have this i mean this was not necessarily this was not something you had to worry about you know the only people that were really going to listen to your views were the people who were standing around the water cooler but now <laughs> You know, you we can post online, and, and theoretically, hundreds or more people can can read your thoughts and what you know what you're putting out there. Um, and I don't know that it's. I think it has many blessings for it. I think if some of the apostles were living in this day, they would use it as a medium for which to preach the gospel. But it brings numerous challenges. And none of those challenges negate the biblical principles for how we're supposed to interact with each other and treat one another. That's good. That's good. I, you know, we, we, I wrestle with this question because on this show we've talked about Rob Bell. He claims to be a Christian, uh, is teaching, uh, in my view, very clear falsehoods. Uh, and, and we've struggled with with some other things like that. People claiming to be like oh, just two week two episodes ago, I brought up the issue of the Sarah Young, as you mentioned earlier, Nick Jesus Calling devotional. Our local Lifeway store had literally fourteen uh, or fifteen. I lost count, but I actually took pictures of all of them. Um, I don't know why. Just to have the pictures, I'm not a online watchdog that attacks people. But uh, had 14 or 15 Jesus calling devotionals. The problem with that, and, and go back two episodes ago for for more of a detailed breakdown. The problem with that book is it's 
it's a person speaking for God in the first person that's not Scripture. And even though that I'm not a cessationist theologically, I that makes me quail a little bit. That's a little frightening. And, and so I don't think Lifeway should carry those books. I don't think Ed Stetzer uh, or Tom Rainer would, would endorse the theology in those books. Uh, I think those books really kind of can pull people away from the Bible, and, and this is not at all a judgment on Sarah Young. I don't, I don't know her. She's actually uh, famously reclusive. Um, I, I, you know, I, I have no idea about her her genuine faith or not. But the approach that the devotional book is written is is troubling, and I think is 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 troubling for anybody who values the Word of God. Uh, and and I know a lot of my my very good close friends, uh, my mom included, really value that book a lot. And so as a show, guys, we're we're a. Uh, a little over half a year in, 30-something episodes, these are waters we're going to have to learn how to navigate well because there are unbelievers and believers alike who listen to our show. And if we if we turn into a show that just lambasts other Christians for places where they deviate from the Scripture, I don't think that's our job. I don't think it's our job to be heresy hunters. At the same time, I think it does – you know, you even find in Scripture where Paul – called Peter down uh, for for racism, essentially, mm-hmm. that, that he was doing, and that's been publicly put in the Scripture. Um, it's a fine line. I think one of the things, uh, other than quarreling in public in front of other, uh, other believers, which I think is forbidden by 1 Corinthians 6, one of the things I find missing from the a lot of the tweets I've seen from the, uh, the hashtag the 15 people is heavy on criticism, light on brotherly love. And and Piper is a Christian. Piper is a brother. John Piper is a brother. Ed Stetzer is a brother. Are they perfect? Absolutely not. But the world will know we are Christians by our love. And and we've got to speak the truth in love. That's a good song. You ought to... I heard it earlier. Yeah, go with that. <laughs> Y'all kill me. Yeah, it, it's one of those. Th- uh, we got a lot of. Um, so we got a lot of feedback on Twitter one time when you, you earlier this year you posted out that picture of uh, Batman slapping Robin, and he was indeed. I yeah, and yes. he was yelling. Thank you, by the way, hey, for Robin, throwing me into the bus. Robin said something about um, o- Osteen. He was quoting quoting Joel Osteen, and yes. Batman slapped him and said Spurgeon. Yes, but but here's the thing, and I'm not. <laughs> there's a a little harsh. But here here's a, here's a line for me, and, and maybe this is going to sound like defensive self. But in the South, culturally. Um, a lot of people are like us, and that part of friendship is you, is kind of jabbing at each other. I mean, mm-hmm. making jokes, mm-hmm, um, needling, if you whatever you want to call it. You know, it's uh, you know, truth is, if you're a friend in this circle of friends, uh, you're going to get jabbed a lot. <laughs> Your skin better be thick. It better be real thick. Um, and and if we're not kidding with you, probably means we don't really consider like. You know, you're not that close yet. You know, I don't really know you, so I'm 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 kind of at arm's length. So, well, and there's some inside, you know, there's some inside jabs. I'll throw it. it Chase is way over nerd Zits. stuff. Sits nerd. Good. I'm Zits. a Jedi. That's different. <laughs> but it. But it's, my point exactly. It's, it, but that's culture here in the South. Now well, I understand think, in other parts of the country they don't do that. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about this. Is that like like even in the North, that's not. It's not necessarily part of how they interact. So some of that is us. Like that's just that Southern culture, 
that's how we we kind of interact. I think friends but, across the board have inside jokes, though. Uh, and I yes, w- that's the thing. Yeah. I guess I wonder if the the Piper Stetzer thing was a little bit of inside joke that probably should have stayed off the internet. Well, and, th- and that's possible, but really, kind of my point there was there's a difference to me in in joking around and, mm-hmm. and kind of again needling or picking at someone um, versus. Uh, just serious attack. You know, I, I dislike you and I dislike right. your views and I'm going to come at you and I'm going to attack you. I, I don't, you know, I, I I see scriptures that say don't judge another servant. Um, you know, essentially let God sort it all out in the end. And, and people will people will point out and say, well, you know, but in the New Testament, they, you know, Paul was very hard on, on heretics and those preaching false gospels. And that's true. That is, that is accurate. But number one, I see people calling out things that are false gospels and heresy that really probably is gray area, really not foundational false gospel that's things. Yeah, that's so, so that's one. That's one thing. But second, like it seems that Paul encountered these people as he was going along to preach the gospel. He didn't go out looking for heretics to chase them down and 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 squash them. Yeah. He was preaching the gospel and as he was going along preaching trouble found him. Trouble came along or some of these heretics, I think Josh was teaching us this in uh, in our small group a couple of weeks ago, that, that these people were following behind him trying to undo what he was doing. And so he had to deal with it. Um, it seems today that we have people who are fighting wars with each other in Christendom. But they're not doing it just as they're going along. They're encountering each other. It seems like they've made that their ministry to be heresy hunters and ministry. And and they're not just like the mandate is to go make disciples. And and if you come across untruths and false gospels as you're making disciples, it's dealt with. But that's not the bulk. That's not your ministry. Just go online and look for heresy or look for what you think is heresy and then squash it. Yes, I'd so agree with that. You know, listen, if if the bulk of your thoughts, if the bulk of your writings, if, if you, the bulk of the focus of your life is correcting other believers or, or finding areas where they're wrong, Look, you are not doing the ministry that Jesus has called you to. You're not doing the ministry of the Word. You are doing something completely different. There's a time for admonishing. There's a time for that. But that goes along with gospeling each other. It goes along with the Great Commission. It goes along with serving each other. If that's your primary focus, if if, if you're writing a blog or, or whatever, and, and your primary focus is, is what's wrong with other people and how to correct them, stop. Stop doing that. That's not who God has called you to be. Colossians 3, 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. There's times for admonishing, but that's that's not the primary thing we're called to. Um, I think some Christians lack backbone, and, and we don't confront each other when we should. Uh, but it seems like far more often we're just hypercritical, and, and I see – so many things in in Scripture along the lines of do everything without arguing and complaining. As far as it depends on you, be at peace with each other. 
we've got to do a better job of that, especially in front of the world. Well, and and I think that, um, too, even biblical New Testament um, conflicts that you see, um, they, you know, those things happened, but there was an air of reconciliation. They wanted to be reconciled, or they were eventually reconciled in those New Testament conflicts. And, and again, I, I don't know that these a lot of the people who are out doing some of this on the internet and and attacking other Christians are really in the end trying to wanting to be reconciled. I think they maybe are wanting to win the argument and not necessarily. Yeah. Um, so three three character traits the Bible tells us to have three verses or, or points and uh, verses um, that I think could be ap- ap- applicable in these situations. The Bible tells us, let your reasonableness be known to everyone or let it be evident uh, from Philippians chapter four. And so sometimes I just see Christians attacking each other. And I think you're, you're just not being like, reasonable. You're not being reasonable. And no one would accuse you right now of being reasonable. <laughs> and the Bible calls us to that. Um, the Bible tells us not to defend ourselves. Romans 12, beloved, never avenge yourselves. Leave it to the wrath of God. For his written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. I think we get into... Um, we get into this, I I need to defend myself. And the Bible essentially says, don't, you don't need to do that. You know, Paul's defense was, I'm an apostle because God made me one. And that, that was his, that was his defense. I mean, it was, we, we go above and beyond that trying to defend our own points. And, uh, and then humility. Um, we are told to be humble. Uh, we, should not I think a lot of these disagreements start because we automatically assume someone that has a dissenting opinion they're wrong and we've got it right and we need to set the record straight and sometimes there's just a point where we need to step back and say you know what I'm I may not actually be right on this maybe they do have a point and I have something to learn so good deal well guys we we just have a few minutes left uh, how about we roundtable it and talk about uh, briefly because we're running out of time here. Um, what's a topic from 2014 uh, that we did on the show that uh, you think is uh, worth revisiting uh, that really stood out to you? Yeah, let's just kind of combine this up maybe. Uh, what's um, we'll deal with a topic that uh, we covered that really stood out and then maybe some wishes and prayers you have for the upcoming year. So, Nick, what do you, what do you have? Well, I didn't realize we were specifically doing a topic. We said think about the show. I'm it can sorry. Be, it can be topics. Cheating, it can be so. anything. It hey, can be a moment that stood well, out or a topic. It's funny. What I it's it's funny that the the Merry Christmas thing um, got brought up because I meant to on Wednesday actually post in the Hall of Dogma Merry Christmas to the audience because there have been I like the community that's developed around the show both on Facebook on Twitter and in the voicemails everything from you know uh, the outro music I've been using the last couple of weeks uh, Jeff Hendricks. Um, uh, 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 Jesus is a friend of mine remix to, you know, just all the different uh, quote unquote characters we have and just the value those those guys give back to the show because it would be, you know, the three of us could sit around as the audience well knows and talk for a while. Um, but those guys and, and ladies that have contributed in various ways have given me kind of fuel to to come in here and record weeks maybe i didn't have it on my own and just knowing that there's there's people out there listening and and interacting not just 
hey, those guys have good – but but going back, hey, you know, like what you said about this, what about this? Or adding to the show yeah. in, in, a, in a tangible way. Um, I'm, a, I'm a media guy, so Jeff's thing stood out to me. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to forget somebody. But, you know, the way Tony just always has stuff coming up in, in the chat, um, the different people we've made friends with on Twitter, all of it. Um, I've just – it's been, it's been uh, humbling and just kind of – Warms the heart, kind of thing. Do you it have gets a, me in the feels. What's, what's mm. your? What's your uh, do you have a prayer for the upcoming year? What would you like to see? Uh, uh, ho- hopes for the podcast. I, I would. Well, it, it kind of dovetails, but you know, I, I talked about it the last time we did the hall monitor segment. But I love the community in the hall of dogma, and I love that as much as we we get we can be in there with work and stuff. Love it, but I love that there's a community that's developing in there, mm. completely separate from us, yeah. where where people can go in there. Ask a tough question, even maybe sometimes vent, and and they've got a place where they feel safe. Maybe maybe because of circumstances in their church, they don't feel like they've got it there. Maybe in their family, they don't feel like they've got it there. But they do in the Hall of Dogma, yeah. and and I love that. And um, I just hope that by God's grace, that grows um, because I know there's been times in my life where I've needed that, um, and I just I hope we can continue to facilitate that. For That's us. good. Amen. That's good. All right, Chase. Something that stood out to you this year, and a prayer for the upcoming year. Well, I have to agree with Nick that uh, the Hall of Dogma um, and and the people that we interact with regularly on the show are, are just amazing. I, I mean, you guys are such a blessing. Uh, Tony, Corey, Chris Studdard, uh, James McSorley. Chase had time to pull the list up. Studdard. Um, just saying. Uh, Chris Atwood. By the way, Chris Atwood has got a post going on right now. It just started during the, the show. The serial post. The serial That's post. Epic. It is good job, amazing. Chris. Uh, he's so far re- reviewing holiday cereals. He's given Holiday Sprinkles Cookie Crisp two out of five silver spoons with a nice little <laughs> attack on me. Not attack. It's a funny joke. I, I, and I completely agree with him. Good that job, is Chris. not a good cereal. Good two out of five is is about right for that. And he gave uh, Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch five out of five, which is more silver spoons than I gave it. And and th- that's a fabulous cereal. If you people out there are not really eating that cereal, then uh, and you're also not a diabetic because you don't want to eat that cereal if you are but if, if you're okay <laughs> health wise eat a little bit of that cereal because it, it's awesome um, that's 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 the best thing about this show is hearing from you guys interacting with you on the hall of dogma reading your stuff um, it, it's awesome uh, I, and I, you know, I see other things on Facebook. Uh, like just a couple of days ago, somebody somebody was just totally trouncing Francis Chan because he was friends with Mark Driscoll at one point in the past, and and, and somebody raised the issue. You know, hey, Francis Chan's a fellow Christian. Shouldn't we be careful about like totally bombing him out this way? And the person said. Francis Chan is is far from a Christian. He's a false teacher. He's hellbound, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, are you kidding me? How do you know this? How do you know this about this man's soul? Somebody who who's who's lived the gospel in a foreign country and points to Jesus all the time. Yeah. Is his theology perfect? No, but who are you to sit on the judge and say this man is not a Christian? You don't get that kind of thing in the Hall of Dogma. Mm-hmm. It's a kinder, gentler sort of place, even in disagreements. And, man, I am grateful as all get out for that we love you guys that's awesome you have a prayer for the upcoming year i pray that everybody in the hall of dogma would get 10 million dollars and share just a portion with us hashtag pandering good job t 
TD. I'm just kidding. Oh, Actually, um, did I just do that? Yeah. I didn't mean to. You yeah. did. I'm wow. sorry. Actually, I don't know. TD. I'm, a, I'm a Trinitarian. Is TD a... Note, not an edit point. He may not be a, <laughs> he may not be a prosperity guy. I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's kind of an know, issue. Actually. That's kind of a question, right? I should have picked someone who is more blatant prosperity. Maybe let's not after the first topic we had. Nick. Really? Oh, sorry. Really? Anyway. Hey, next time y'all let me preach. Do you have a well, serious prayer? See if I serious prayer for the coming year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> David would have to relinquish the microphone to find out if I am. I'd love to see the show show grow. You know, people sharing it with their friends, that sort of thing. Because that's you want to make two. money, right? No, it's not because I want to make money. I was just joking about that. Utterly kidding. Um, Utterly kidding. Uh, that's I'd like number to make two on the money list. and upgrade some stuff around here, but that's a different. <laughs> that would probably help. Uh, eventually, move into the real Hall of Dogma studio. That would which, be nice too. Uh, Hopefully will happen at some point in our lifetime. Uh, uh, number one, and, and it's going to sound like I'm spiritually pandering or whatever, um, I would love for more people to listen to this show who don't know Jesus and us to start getting testimonies in of people coming to Jesus Amen to that. through that. I, yeah. I would love to interact with more atheists and, and, and agnostics and people like that. In fact, uh, I'm going to get a shirt printed up at some point pretty soon uh, that says, I love atheists, and I'm just going to wear it around and see who talks to me. Because as Christians, those people aren't our enemies. They are people who we're supposed to take the gospel to and love. And, and while... I fully affirm that uh, if you deny Jesus, if you don't know him, you will go to hell. And that is a harsh thing to say, but that is the teaching of Jesus himself. Um, I want to see those people come to Jesus and and uh, and be saved by the gospel of grace. Amen to that. I, I echo what you guys have said. I mean, the best... You know, pulling the curtain back, it's, it's interesting. So we're 31 episodes in. We started this thing, and uh, we really... Didn't have any idea exactly what to expect. Um, we committed to one another to do this for a year and see what happened. So to do uh, to do a year and just see what God did with it. And uh, uh, you know, I think um, I, I think that if that year was up right now, I mean, I would say this is this is worth going. This is worth continuing to do because this was uh, this is and, and it's because of of the listeners. You guys have afforded us the opportunity to just be ourselves and um, have allowed us to just be silly and talk about topics and to to do so just as us and and have been very encouraging um, along the way encouraging not just by um, compliments uh, occasionally but encouraging by engaging in those topics and continuing those discussions and being a part of the show which was always the idea uh, that's why we at one point were kicking around ideas like back porch dogma and things <laughs> like that we wanted the feel of just a discussion we're talk we're being ourselves hanging out having fun and talking about deep things and so you have made this work you have been encouraging to us i am very thankful to you i feel like i've made a lot of new friends and and i i am echo what you guys said i want that to continue and grow um i would love we we had actually a listener from 
North Carolina who was hoping hoping to make it by the the church, um, the Hall of Dogma Church for some services when they were in town during the holidays that uh, didn't come together, I don't think. But we would love that. We would love for you to come and visit here just to to meet you face to face and actually grab come some and lunch. Grab some lunch if 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 you are in town and could come and eat and grab lunch as long as you're not crazy. Uh, but wow. uh well, you know just okay. that's a little risky, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But go grab some lunch and then come and, and, and be a part, you know, sit in while we while we record we would love that and we've been trying to plan some ideas even to um, maybe at some point kind of have a weekend where mm-hmm. people could come in everybody um, who is you know within reasonable driving distance and mm-hmm. would be willing to just drive in for a weekend and, and kind of hang out and and record a show and maybe even get in on uh, a podcast so if you're interested yeah. in that let us know that you would be interested in doing that and we're, we're really talking about trying to put that together because we want to meet mm-hmm. and get to know uh, more of the listeners, and so, um, so that's been the the great thing about this year for me. Uh, Driscoll was a huge topic. I think that's kind of a topic that stood out to me. Yeah, me too. Um, but but you guys that listen have made have made this work. Very thankful for you, and and my prayer for the upcoming years is just among you know what you guys are saying. I I just I have always wanted my life to be about just being a good steward of opportunities and seeing God. Uh, bear fruit in other people's lives through um, what he allows me to do. So I pray that we get to see that grow uh, in various ways, just good um, gospel fruit from this. And um, and so that that's that's what I pray for up in, in 2015. Amen. So, Amen. All right, guys. Uh, any parting comments? I think we can say Happy New Year. Um, that would be appropriate. That would be appropriate. Anything else you'd like to share? I know Nick may not sh- may not actually say Happy New Year if I say it. So why don't you say Happy New Year and then he'll probably follow along. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Feliz Navidad. That's Is that the one that I goes thought. with it? <laughs> that's no, close. No, that's uh, Spanish for Merry Christmas, isn't it? Bummer. By the way, some only week late. There you go. Good discussions going on in the Hall of Dogma right now, including the one by Tony Vance, the director about legalized marijuana. Uh, <laughs> that was a good uh, that topic this week. That one and the one about the uh, the guy from Relevant that wrote about the Bible um, things that he wished every Christian knew about the Bible. Was, Apparently, was I really have got to go catch up on the Hall of Dogma. That was an interesting discussion. Is the director advocating for legalized marijuana? No, he is making the question that the question that everybody is dealing with that I think eventually we we need to we'll we need, talk about we, it. We got to talk about it on the show. So we'll, we'll, oh. maybe we, if if it is made legal and to smoke be. pot, which it, it's going to be. Um, what should Bring it <laughs> Christians do? What about should it? Uh, I can't wait for this. Topic. Mun- Munchy Nacho Man over here is. Uh, <laughs> we know where he stands. He's <laughs> getting excited. Um, what What will the Christian stance be? What should the Christian stance be as amen. pot is is? Le- I love that question. Did you say Amen? Amen, as in that's going to be a good topic. <laughs> Not Amen, as in it's going to be. Okay, legal. wait a minute. Let's, I just said as as pot gets legalized, and you said Amen. Whoops. I, I look, right. to, to fair, fair. I, I, I know where I, both you potheads are going to no, stand. If if I had a vote in the matter, I, w- I would not want pot to be legalized. Hey, hey, don't give the show away. We have okay, that okay. All right, let's deal with medical a, marijuana. Different story. Let's do it on an upcoming episode. Hey, Dan. soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> hey, go look at Daniel Lee's post Happy about the shepherds and Spider Man. That's a funny picture. If you haven't seen that. <laughs> okay. Funky Stickman gave us a good shout out on Twitter this week too. He was talking about. Yeah, having a discussion about if the internet went away, could he live without it? That he, was the kindest and he thing. Mentioned, Wasn't like, that so nice? It would nice? be hard to live without the gospel friends. Jeff, you're the man. Nick's crying. The feels. 
It's just I'm crying too. <laughs> Let us. It's everyone not legal here cry. yet. <laughs> Look, if it gets legalized, <laughs> which makes in, it in, worse in the U.S. tomorrow. Okay, Alabama will take ten, fifteen years. Yeah, that's true. I think we're doing this thing we do where we're just joking about anything. So yeah, don't do. don't take that to to uh, actually. No, don't it, tweet about us. Pay is a source of great oh, speaking of stance. Tweeting about us. Thank you to you, Chris Suskin, for tweeting out a bunch of cool quotes. So about I love the, uh, reading Twitter. Chris Suskin's tweets because he he just he just puts out stuff that that meant something to him on the show, and that's that's very oh, that's cool awesome. to me. Yeah, so you should read that on Twitter. All right. So we will uh, we'll deal with the marijuana thing later and and other amazing and wondrous topics this year. So for next year, it's still this next year, year now. That's true. Yeah, you're right. For 2015, I know I'm right. We'll okay. see you in 2015. For Bernard, Nuclear Nick, Rev Verbage, Captain Crunchy, and the Zit, grace and peace. You turd. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine.